कंप्लीट वर्क्स ऑफ स्वामी विवेकानंद ऑलरेडी वी हैव सीन थर्टीन सेशंस टुडेज इज दी फोर्टीन सेशन इन दैट टॉपिक इज बुद्धिजम इन इंडिया ऑलरेडी थ्री सेशंस ओवर इन दिस टॉपिक ऑन दिस टॉपिक टुडेज इज दी फोर्थ सेशन ऑन बुद्धिजम इन इंडिया ुभ्यो नम हरि ओणेशा नम डाक्टर कृष्णमूर्तिशास्त्री दंबे पुनच कर्नाटक इंडिया लेट अस् कम डाउन ए लिटल वी हव नाट कम टू दि सबजेक्ट एट आल ई मस्ट ऐड नाट ए फ्यू वर्ड्स मोर दिसवनिंग एंड देन वाट यू डिट जीसस् क्रैस्त हिस् मेथड ऑफ वर्क आर्गनजेशन the idea that you have today of church is his character he left the church he organized these monks and made them into a body even the voting by ballot is there 560 years before christ minute organization the church was left and became a tremendous power and did great missionary work in india and outside india then came 300 years after 200 years before christ the great emperor ashoka so what you are talking about here this is about buddha hmm about his monks his organization uh, and the work done by them in and out of india later then came 300 years after 200 years before christ the great emperor ashoka as he has been called by your western historians the divinest of monarchs devanam priya and that man became entirely converted to the ideas of buddha and he was the greatest emperor of the world at that time his grandfather was a contemporary of alexander and since alexander's time india had become more intimately connected with greece every day in central asia some inscription or other is being found india had forgotten all about buddha and ashoka and everyone but there were pillars obelisks columns with ancient letters which nobody could read some of the old mogul emperors declared they would give millions for anybody to read those but nobody could within the last 30 years those have been read they are all written in pali the first inscription is three dots with within the inverted comma and then he writes this inscription describing the terror and the misery of war and then he became converted to religion then said he henceforth henceforth let none of my descendants think of acquiring glory by conquering other races this is ashok's mm uh, that is uh, what you say shila shasana written in pali okay on the stones so if they want glory let them help other races let them send teachers of sciences and 
teachers of religion a glory won by the sword is no glory at all and next you find how he is sending missionaries even to alexandria you wonder that you find all over that part of the country sects rising immediately called therapeutic essence uh, essence and all those extreme vegetarians and so on now this great emperor ashoka built hospitals for men and for animals the inscriptions show they are ordering hospitals <coughs> building hospitals for men and for animals that is to say when an animal gets old if i am poor and cannot keep it any longer i do not shout uh, shoot it down for mercy these hospitals are maintained by public charity the coasting traders pay so much upon every 100 weight they sell and all that goes to the hospital so nobody is touched if you have a cow that is old anything and do not want to keep it send it to the hospital they keep it even down to rats and mice and anything you send only our ladies try to kill these animals sometimes you know they go in large numbers to see them and they bring all sorts of cakes the animals are killed by uh, killed many times by this food he claimed that the animals should be as much under the protection of the government as man why should animals be allowed to be killed there is no reason but he says before prohibiting the killing of animals for food even people must be provided with all sorts of vegetables so he sent and collected all kinds of vegetables and planted them in india and then as soon as these were introduced the order was henceforth whosoever kills an animal will be punished a government is to be a government the animals must be protected also what business has a man to kill a cow a goat or any other animal or for food thus buddhism was and did become a great political power in india gradually it also fell to pieces after all this tremendous missionary enterprise but to their credit it must be said they never took up and uh, took up this world to preach religion excepting the buddhistic religion there is not one religion in the world which could make one step without bloodshed not one which could get a hundred thousand converts just by brain power alone no no all through and this is just what you are going to do in the philippines that is your method make them religious by this word that is what your priests are preaching conquer and kill them that they may get religion a wonderful way of preaching religion <laughs> you know how this great emperor ashoka was converted this great emperor in his youth was not so good he had a brother and the two brothers quarreled and the brother, uh, other brother defeated this one and the emperor in uh, vengeance wanted to kill him the emperor got the news that he had taken shelter with the buddhistic monk now i have told you how our monks are very holy hmm? no one would come near them the emperor himself came he said deliver the man to me then the monk preached to him vengeance is bad hmm? hatred is bad this on anger with love 
anger is not cured by anger nor hated by hatred dissolve anger by love cure hated by love friend if for one evil though returns another though curest not though eh? you cure it cures not the first evil but only add one evil more to the world the emperor said that's all right fool that you are are you ready to give your life to give your life for that man ready sir and he came out and the emperor drew his sword and he said get ready and just as he was going to strike he looked at the face of the man there was not a wink in those eyes the emperor stopped and he said tell me monk where did you learn this strength poor beggar not to wink and then he preached again go on monk he said that is nice he said accordingly he fell under the chan of the master buddha's charm charm of the master there have been three things in buddhism the buddha himself his law his church at first it was so simple when the master died before his death they said what shall we do with you nothing what monuments shall we make over you he said just make a little heap if you want or just do do not do anything by and by there arose huge temples and all the paraphernalia the use of images was unknown before then i say they were the first to use images there are images of buddha and all the saints sitting about and praying all this paraphernalia went on multiplying with this organization then these monasteries became rich the real cause of the downfall is here monasticism monasticism is all very good for a few but when you preach it in such a fashion that every man and wo- or woman who has a mind immediately gives up social life when you find over the whole of india monasteries some containing a hundred of thousand monks a hundred thousand monks sometimes twenty thousand monks in one building huge gigantic buildings these monasteries scattered all over india and of course the centers of learning and all that who are left to procreate progeny to continue the race only the weaklings all the strong and vigorous minds went out and then came national decay by the sheer loss of vigor i will tell you of this marvelous brotherhood it is great but theory and idea is one uh, one thing and actual working is another thing the idea is very great practicing non resistance and all that but if all of us go out in the street and practice non resistance there would be very little left in this city that is to say the idea is all right but nobody has yet found a practical solution as to how to attain it there is something in caste so far as it means blood such a thing as heredity there is certainly now try to understand why do you not mix your blood with the negroes the american indians nature will not allow you nature does not allow you to mix your blood with them there is the unconscious working that saves the race that was the aryan's caste mind you i do not say that they are not equal to us 
they must have the same privileges and advantages and everything but we know that if certain races mix up they become degraded with all the strict caste of the aryan and non aryan that wall was thrown down to a certain extent and hordes of these outlandish races came in with all their queer superstitions and manners and customs think of this not decency enough to wear clothes eating carrion etc but behind him came his fetish his human sacrifice his superstition his diabolism he kept it behind the he remained decent for a few years after that he brought all these things out in front and that was degrading to the whole race and then the blood mixed so intermarriages took place with all sorts of unmixable races the race fell down but in the long run it proved good if you mix up the, with negroes and american indians surely this civilization will fall down but hundreds and hundreds of years after out of this mixture will come a gigantic race once more stronger than ever but for the time being you have to suffer the hindus believe that is a peculiar belief i think and i do not know i have nothing to say to the contrary i have not found anything to the contrary they believe there was only one civilized race the aryan until he gives his blood no other race can be civilized no teaching will do the aryan gives his blood to a race and then it becomes civilized teaching alone will not do he would be an example in your country would you give your blood to the negro race then he would get higher culture the hindu loves caste i may have little taint of that superstition i do not know i love the master's ideal great but for me i do not think that the working was very practical and that was one of the great causes that led to the downfall of the indian nation in the long run but then it brought about this tremendous fusion where so many different races are all fusing mingling one man white like you or yellow while another man as black as i am and all grades between the between these two extremes and each race keeping their customs manners and everything in the long run a fusion is taking place and out of this fusion surely will come a tremendous upheaval but for the time being the giant must sleep that is the effect of all such fusion when buddhism went down that way there came the inevitable reaction there is but one entity in the whole world it is a unit world the diversity is only i service it is all one the idea of unity and what we call monism without duality is the idea in india this doctrine has been always in india it was brought forward whenever materialism and scepticism broke down everything when buddhism broke down everything by introducing all sorts of foreign barbarians barbarians into india their manners and customs and things there was a creation a reaction and that reaction was led by a young monk shankaracharya 
and instead of breaching new doctrines and always thinking new thoughts and making sects he brought back the vedas to life and modern hinduism was thus an admixture of ancient hinduism over which the vedantists predominate but you see what once dies never comes back to life and those ceremonials of hinduism never came back to life you will be astonished if i tell you that according to the old ceremonials he is not a good hindu who does not eat beef on certain occasions he must sacrifice a bull and eat it that is disgusting now however they may differ from each other in india in that they are all one they never eat beef the ancient sacrifices and the ancient gods they are all gone modern india belongs to the spiritual part of the vedas buddhism was the first sect in india they were the first to say ours is the only path until you join our church you cannot be saved that was what they said it is the correct path but being of hindu blood they could not be such stony hearted sectarians as in other countries there will be salvation for you nobody will go wrong forever no no there was too much of hindu blood in them for that the heart was not so stony as that but you have to join them but the hindu idea you know is not to join anybody wherever you are that is a point from which you can start to the center all right it hinduism has this advantage its secret is that doctrines and dogmas do not mean anything what you are is what matters if you talk all the best philosophies the world ever produced but if you are a fool in your behavior they do not count and if in your behavior you are good you have more chances this being so the vedantist can wait for everybody vedantism teaches that there is but one existence and one thing real and that is god it is beyond all time and space and causation and everything we can never define him we can never say that he is except that he is absolute existence absolute knowledge absolute blissfulness he is the only reality of everything he is the reality of you and me of the wall and of everything everywhere it is his knowledge upon which all our knowledge depends it is his blissfulness upon which depends our pleasure pleasure and he is the only reality and when man realizes this he knows that i am the only reality because i am he what is real in me is he also so that when a man is perfectly pure and good and beyond all grossness he finds as jesus found i and my father are one the vedantist has patience to wait for everybody wherever you are this is the highest i and my father are one realize it if an image helps images are welcome if worshiping a great man helps you worship him if worshiping muhammad helps you go on only be sincere but if you are sincere says vedantism you are sure to be brought to the goal none will be left your heart which contains all truth will unfold itself chapter after chapter till you know the last truth that i and my father are one hmm? brahmatma ekatva and what is salvation to live with god where anywhere here is here this moment 
वन मोमेंट इन इन्फिनेट टाइम इज क्वाइट एज गुड एज एनी अदर मोमेंट दिस इज द ओल्ड डॉक्टरन ऑफ वेदास यू सी दिस वॉज रिवाइव्ड बुद्धिज्म डाइड आउट ऑफ इंडिया इट लेफ्ट इट्स मार्क ऑन देअर चैरिटी इट्स एनिमल्स एसेट्रा इन इंडिया एंड वेदांतिज्म इज रीकॉन्करिंग इंडिया फ्रॉम वन एंड टू दि अदर सो दिस इज अबाउट बुद्धिज्म इन इंडिया एंड इट्स इंप्रेशन एंड इट्स यूज इट्स मेरिट्स एंड डीमेरिट्स ऑन द इंडियन रिलीजन सो नेक्स्ट इन द नेक्स्ट सेशन सो दिस इज फोर्टींथ सेशन इन द नेक्स्ट सेशन वील सी सम कस्टम्स ऑफ द हिंदूस हरे राम ओं तत्सत